We thank our worship leaders for the music that they are providing. Mike, for sharing your gift of music with us. It is a reminder of the diversity of languages and voices and spirits which come together, not just every Sunday, but especially on this Pentecost Sunday when we are reminded of how it is that God is in the presence of so many. We are also still continuing our sermon series on creation care on the seven days. And interestingly, we come today on day six, when God first breathed the spirit of life upon humanity. God spoke, let us make human beings in our image. Make them reflecting our nature so that they can be responsible for the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, earth itself, and every animal that moves on the face of the earth. God created human beings, creating them godlike, reflecting God's nature. God created them male and female and blessed them. Prosper, reproduce, fill earth, take charge. Be responsible for fish in the sea and birds in the air, for every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. Then God said, I've given you every sort of seed-bearing plant on earth and every kind of fruit-bearing tree, given them to you for food. To all animals and all birds, everything that moves and breathes, I give whatever grows out of the ground for food. And there it was. God looked over everything That was made. And it was so good. So very good. It was evening. And it was morning. Day six. So as I was looking at how to combine Pentecost Sunday with day six of creation and some of the material I was looking at, there was a professor that talked about why should Pentecost matter? They wrote, today is Pentecost Sunday. Does the person with cancer care? It's Pentecost Sunday. Do the young couple trying to have a child care? Do the unemployed, the homebound, the grieving, those remembering individuals and loved ones this weekend? Is it the same with all of our liturgical special days? Do the kids in Zoe ministry care that today is Pentecost? It is the birth of the church. Today is the arrival of the Holy Spirit. But to someone who may be struggling, someone who may be suffering, those who are lost, why should they care about today? We see generation, excuse me, Genesis chapter 1's creation story. God is literally making everything. And so today, day 6, we find God creating humanity. This is the day God creates us. But God not only creates, God also gives. And it's important for us to know this is not the only creation story that we have in Scripture. Right after Genesis 1, we have Genesis chapter 2, in which the creation story is told again, but in some different ways, particularly God creating humanity. Genesis 2 reads that God formed humanity out of the earth from the ground and blew into the nostrils the breath of life. 
and the human being came alive. It became a living soul. Now, this idea of breathing, this idea of God breathing life into the nostrils of creation, this uses a special word in the ancient Hebrew language, the word ruach, which means breath. It means spirit. It means life, life that comes from God and then is given to another. We see that in all of this, God is giving God's self so that we might live. So that all might live. In the last round of Star Wars movies, there were three, as there usually are. The first one was kind of comfort food for those of us who were fans. Because we weren't really sure if it was going to happen. Uh, The last three didn't go out so well. And so we were all very, very nervous. And so the filmmakers, I think, gave us a nice warm bowl of comfort food to say everything's going to be okay. And so essentially, they gave us the very same movie, A New Time. And we all loved it. And then they gave us a new filmmaker. And the new filmmaker decided to take the next one in a different direction. In fact, the very theme of the story was, this is not going to go the way you think. And it was interesting to see how many people were so angry at all of the changes that were made. One of the changes being the insinuation that the Force, which of course is the power that people use in the Star Wars saga, that the Force is not really reserved just for a couple of special family members like the Skywalkers and a few others, but literally the Force can be embodied and used by anyone, including this um, unambiguous, this inambiguous, um, unidentified stable boy. Because the very last scene is you use him using the, you see him using the Force to do his chores, and so the idea is that anyone is able to wield this power. It's not reserved for just a few. And interestingly, as a reflection of us humanity, we seem to be so upset by the insinuation that really anybody can use it. And yet, when the Holy Spirit comes upon those apostles, those who are gathered in that place, and then the audience who's standing by seem to say, well, this isn't real. Thousands of years later, we seem to be in the same conundrum, that what we see and that we see it happening to so many shouldn't be the way that it is. And so Peter addresses this. In fact, not only does he speak to it, but he uses their own ancient scripture to remind them, to remind us how it is that God is continuing to do things. So Peter quotes the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people, every kind of people. I will set wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below that one day every person, every person, old and young, male and female, binary and non, every person can have the spirit. And at Pentecost, the dream of Joel becomes real. The Spirit falls on everyone in the church. And yet today, there may be those of us in the church, wherever the church is, who may hear this story and say, but that's not me. 
That's not who people have told me that I am. It's not how people see me. It's not how people have acted toward me. It's not how I see myself. And we have had those moments, those days, in which we have either said to ourselves or outwardly to others, I am not worthy. And so on this day, what does God say to us in response? Just a couple of weeks ago in our staff meeting, one of our staff members showed us this commercial that maybe does so in a new way. I'm a forensic artist. Worked for the San Jose Police Department from 1995 to 2011. I showed up to a place I'd never been, and there was a guy with a drafting board. We couldn't see them. They couldn't see us. Tell me about your hair. I didn't know what he was doing, but then I could tell after several questions that he was drawing me. Tell me about your chin. It kind of protrudes a little bit, Hmm. especially when I smile. Your jaw? My mom told me I had a big jaw. What would be your most prominent feature? Kind of have a fat, rounder face. The older I've gotten, the more freckles I've gotten. I would say I have a pretty big forehead. Once I get a sketch, I say thank you very much, and then they leave. I don't see them. All I had been told before the sketch was to get friendly with this other woman, Chloe. Today I'm going to ask you some questions about a person you met earlier, and I'm going to ask you some general questions about their face. She was thin, so you could see her cheekbones. And her chin? It was a nice, thin chin. She had nice eyes. They lit up when she spoke. Cute nose. She had blue eyes, very nice blue eyes. So here we are. This is the sketch that you helped me create. And that's a sketch that somebody described of you. So yeah, that's... She looks closed off and fatter, sadder too. The second one looks more open, friendly, and happy. I should be more grateful of my natural beauty. It impacts the choices and friends that we make, the jobs we apply for, how we treat our children. It impacts everything. It couldn't be more critical to your happiness. Do you think you're more beautiful than you say? Yeah. We spend a lot of time as women analyzing and trying to fix the things that aren't quite right. And we should spend more time appreciating the things that we do like. The Dove. There's a song that The Current will sing later on this morning. Part of the lyrics say, Show me what I have failed to see when it's right in front of me. 
Teach me what I failed to hear for too many years. Show me how my place and time fits into your grand design. Teach me to love like you in all I do. The sixth day of creation, the day of Pentecost, are the days that we are reminded all of us have worth and all of us have gifts to share. This is why Pentecost matters. This is why we should care, because on this day, both days, the day of Pentecost and the day of creation, these are the days that we are shown God cares. God cares about you. God cares about us. And to show that God cares, God gives us Life. God gives us God's own life from God's own very breath and breathes that breath, that life, literally into us. And in this, God not only gives us life, God gives us power. And so, of course, the question is, power for what? Power to do what? Peter continues to go on in the Pentecost story in Acts 2. Peter says, this Jesus... God has raised up, and of that all of us are witnesses. Therefore, being exalted at the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, God has poured out this, this life, this power, that you would see and that you would hear. That you would see and hear the message. You are more beautiful You are more loved, you are more powerful than you think. We have a creation care ministry, a creation care team that has newly formed. And part of what it is showing us is how beautiful creation is, and thus the power that we have to continue its beauty. For as God says in Genesis, we have been given dominion. Now, it's important for us to know that it is dominion, not domination, that God has given us. Some have said that, well, we'll we've been given power over the earth, so we should do with it what we want. But that's not the power that God is talking about. Because with power comes responsibility. God has given us the power to be responsible for everything on this planet which depends on us. Take charge, God says. Be responsible. Be responsible for fish in the sea and birds in the air, for every living thing, every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. And remember, I have given you what you need. It's a lot like Jesus' commission to go and to share the gospel. And then that tagline, remember, I am with you always. This is why we are involved with Zoe Empowers. This is why we have neighborhood ministries. This is why we collect food at the beginning of every month. This is why we support the Florida Methodist Children's Home. This is why we help individuals and families when they are in need of rental assistance or utilities or just need food or just need someone to help them remember that they are loved by God.
We care for the world because we care for each other. And we care for each other because we care for the world. And we do all of this because God has created us and thus reminded us that we are loved. It's kind of like what Pastor Riley said a couple of Sundays ago. We are created to serve. We are created to serve each other. We are created to serve the world. We are created to serve God. But it is a God who has breathed life into us, spirit and power, so that we may remember who we are in God's creation. We were created to be good. So very good. What would happen if we were to see each other as God sees us? What were to happen if we were able to see ourselves the way God sees us? Because when we see ourselves, when we see each other, and when we act upon that with the very goodness that we have been endowed with, that we have been created for, that is when we will know power. That is why Pentecost matters. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we acknowledge that it is easy to forget as the days go by. It can be easy to forget our own reflection. It can be easy to forget your image in the faces of one another and in the face of creation. So help us to remember, O oh God. Help us to remember who we are that we are created by you, and thus we are loved, we are worthy, we are powerful. And so may we take that responsibility to share that remembrance, that love with the world. We pray this in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God's Spirit empowered us literally in the very beginning, the very day of our birth as a people. Thousands of years later, on the day of Pentecost, God did so again. Thousands of years later after that, when will be that next moment? That next moment that we are reminded of who we are, who we belong to, and our purpose to go and serve. Is today the day? So may we go forth, not only in peace, but also in the power that God has given us, the power to change the world, to change people's lives, and remind each and every one of us we are created to be so very good. So may we go as good people, as God's creation, and share that love with the world. Amen.